What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, I am joined by Susan Bratton, intimacy expert to millions. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, hon. I'm so great to be here with you and happy to uh, talk about seduction and being switchy. I think those are such good topics. One of the things that makes you a good podcast host not only it's not only the vulnerability that you bring to your show to yeah. take people through your life experiences mm-hmm. but also that you're you have a good sense for where people get stuck And I can tell you really want to move people through. And so I love the things that you've come up with to talk about today. That's great. And they leverage my skill set. So I'm always happy because I love to tell people what I like to call little hinges that swing big doors, just tiny little things that they can do that are like, oh, fuck, I didn't think of that. That's great. And it changes everything. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One great thing about my listeners is that they do, they're pretty interactive with me and they do write in a lot. So I do love answering, you know, listener questions and trying to give advice. So I'm so happy that you're on the same page as well, because that will make this episode great. And hopefully people will learn a lot and be able to take something home with them. (laughs) Okay, so let's get in. Well, first of all, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself, your background. And, you know, obviously, you're an intimacy expert. But how did you get into this and kind of just, you know, your background and history on this? Yeah. So for for 20, the last 20 years, I've been helping people transform having sex into making love. And though my title is intimacy expert to millions, that's what my PR firm wants me to say. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound so scary to people. When I get on Dirty Blonde Podcast, Dirty Blondes Podcast, and we're both dirty blondes, which is yeah. nice. Um, I love that you're a fellow dirty blonde yes. sister. Um, what I really am is a trusted hot sex advisor to millions. That's the title that really resonates with me. Uh, Yeah. I love that more than I (laughs) like hot sex. I like sex where when you're done, you have cum brain for a couple of hours afterward. I like super orgasmic, super sexy, loving, connected, sensual, erotic, lovemaking. And um, so that's what I do. I write sex techniques and the and I also teach bedroom communication skills. And I also help people with their sexual health and vitality because basically if your dick and pussy are broken, uh, you're not really going to have very much sex. So yep. it's kind of like the three legs of the stool. It's like communication, skill, and health. And yep. that's what I do. I run a publishing company and I have a supplement company for sexual vitality supplements. So oh, my 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 uh publishing company is called Personal Life Media and I publish uh I I have a newsletter where I give away free sex tips and then I also have online programs that people can buy because I got into being a trusted hot sex advisor to millions because my husband and I after over a decade of marriage I just wasn't sexually satisfied and didn't want to have sex with him. Basically, I wasn't coming from or from from intercourse. Mm-hmm. And um we were like, well, we need to fix this. And so we went to a bunch of sex workshops and boom, once we learned the skills, it was super easy to cross that gasm chasm, close the orgasm gap, start having orgasms from intercourse and learn how to have hot sex in lots of different ways, oral, etc. And we said, let's start a company where we can bring these sex workshops to people in their own homes so that they can learn the techniques and the skills that are required to really have good sex. Because though we can procreate without much instruction, like, yeah, I understand my dick goes in your pussy. What we can't do is actually 
give people the 20 different kinds of orgasms our human bodies can have without understanding the mechanisms of action. And so I teach people how to be truly masterful lovers in bed together. And that's my publishing company. Then my supplement company, I have two, two products. I have a blood flow supplement because one of the things that people, I mean, everybody's focused on erectile dysfunction. Oh my God. Oh my God. The dick's not hard. Yeah. Well, everybody needs a hard dick and wants a hard dick, Yeah. but women have as much erectile tissue in our vulva, in our female genital system as our male bodied partners do. Yep. Nobody's frigging talking about it. I know. Women yeah. are having a loss of lubrication. We're not having enough engorgement. We're not getting enough blood flow. We're not getting enough foreplay and stimulation. And yep. so what I'm really on is a mission for people to understand that a big part of aging means a loss of something called nitric oxide. And when mm-hmm. you top those systems up, your pussy blows up like a big balloon. Not really, yeah. <laughs> but it gets all engorged and it feels incredible because the more blood flow you have to your genitals for men, they get that. But for women, right. they're like, oh, really? I need as much blood flow. And I take and it I personally it. and I love it. I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah. And it's, Fantastic. I mean, it's it, when I don't take it, it's like, I do notice a difference. Cause at first I'm like, ah, I wonder if this is one of those like bullshit supplements or whatever. Exactly. And it really does work. It's a, you yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's a great, a great extra, you know, tool to have. <laughs> it totally is because then you get the engorgement that expands all the erectile tissue. And then you've got larger surface area, sending more pleasure signals to your number one sex organ, which is your brain. Yep. So I make that. And I also make a daily multivitamin multimineral complex complex that has libido botanicals built in. I joke oh. that it's like a one a day with a little something more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'll that. send you them. My um, nitric oxide product is called flow and mm-hmm. my, my daily multivitamin multimineral is called desire. Okay. And I'll send them for you and koala so that you can try them out and see if okay. you like them. Women yeah. tell me that they get really lubricated and that they have better orgasms. And men tell me that they're harder and firmer. And a lot of guys who are taking Viagra Cialis Levitra, they can either get off of it completely or go down to a sublingual microdose, which keeps them from having that shitty headache that they get when they take Viagra, you know, stuffy sinuses, face flushing, shitty headache. Like not to have to have that every time you have sex is- Yeah, that's a bonus. (laughs) <laughs> I'll give you links. I'll give your listeners links for it now while I'm thinking of okay. it. Okay. Um, if you go to buy flow now, B-U-I-F-L-O-W-N-O-W.com and buydesirenow.com, that's where I have my special podcast experts discount. So okay. um Perfect. you know, it's important to start with the fundamentals of good health if you want to have hot sex, because the more in shape you are and the better everything's working, the better it feels and the more pleasure you get. And so I don't like to kind of skip over that piece and go right to techniques because in all honesty, a lot of people just with a little supplementation have much better pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a forgotten thing that people, you know, they just like, or people are afraid to talk about it. It's just like, even with, I've talked about um, like even vaginal health on the show before about like BV and things like that. And people are always just so scared to talk about it. I'm like, just like deal with it. Just take care of it. Deal with it. And it's like, you're going to be more confident and feel better. And, you know, there's so many other layers to just than having sex, you know? So, and I love too. I just want to say this. I do love that you kind of took an issue that you were having with your partner at the time and made it into this business. I think that's incredible. That's like, (laughs) I love that. And now you're helping so many people. (laughs) There's this phrase that I, that for some reason gives me goosebumps every time I say it. And it's your greatest wound becomes your greatest gift. 
Yeah. That's and very- I know you've been going through some shit recently yourself. And yeah. there's always silver linings to everything. Yep. You know, there really, there really are. And that's one of the things I appreciate about you, honestly, is how vulnerable you are with people. They don't expect you to be perfect. You're yeah. not, per- you don't portray yourself as perfect. You portray yourself as someone who's constantly pushing for more growth and expansion. Right. And that's yeah. what I love about you. Yeah. You know what? When I started this podcast, I honestly, that was one of the things I just wanted to be authentic because there's so many, you know, obviously there's a million sex podcasts out there and, you know, there's a lot of people that embellish things or, you know, or there's the shame kind of behind it. And for me, I'm just like, you know, I love sex and I love talking about it. I love having it. And um, I love helping people, obviously. But I'm like, if I'm not authentic and truthful with what I'm going through, you know, how am I supposed to help people? You know, yeah. so that's why I always just my friends all the time are like, I can't believe you said that or told that about yourself. And I'm like, why wouldn't I? You know, what? like it's you know, it's I'm not embarrassed by it or shamed by it. Or no. maybe I'll be able to help someone else, you know, who's going yeah. through the same thing that's scared to talk to someone about it, you know. Yes. So that's yeah, I that's that. I try to always lead with the authenticity on here. <laughs> you do a good job. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So let's get into, you have a sex life bucket list. So let's get into that because I took it and honestly, I, I did most of the things on it or I have dabbled at least, you know, maybe I'm not a, at a, you know, expert level yet, but, um, but talk to, talk to my listeners about that and kind of what it is and how you started that and you know, how that can help them. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because I've written sex techniques for going on 20 years and, Um, people love those techniques. And then I, about uh, two years ago, I said, how many kinds of orgasms can people have? (laughs) And I counted them up and there's 20. Um, there's Which I'm sure some listeners are probably like 20. Like, <laughs> and I'm talking about for male bodies as well as female bodies. Right. Like a lot of people, it's not a stretch for them to think that a woman could come 20 different ways, but right. it's a stretch for them to think guys could come 20 different ways. Guys are very stuck in the groove of ejaculatory mm-hmm. orgasms. And um, I wrote all that. And then I was, was talking about that. So it's locations you can touch. It's techniques like uh, male multiple orgasm is a technique, expanded orgasm or orgasmic meditation is a technique, female ejaculation, that's a technique, you know, so there's these like learned skill type of things Mm -hmm. where if you know what to do, you can affect an orgasm. And then there's like um, basically objects of desire. So whether it's a strap on and you're pegging a guy or it's a, a vibrating cock ring and you're having cowgirl intercourse and grind it on his cock, or it's, you know, a vibrator that you're using for orgasmic cross training to expand your orgasmic capacity, mm-hmm. which is something that I really want to make a very specific point about is that orgasms are learned skills. Nobody's born orgasming. You learn how Mm -hmm. to do it. And you have these, you find these pathways to orgasm, but there are thousands of pathways to orgasm and there are 20 kinds of orgasms you can have. And so for people like me, I call myself an orgasmonaut. (laughs) I go out and have them all. I go out to the far reaches of orgasmic potential and I come back with a map to how to get there. So I was working on these orgasm techniques. And then I thought to myself, you know what it is that people really want for me? They want to have what I like to call erotic play dates. They want to have these experiences like you recently had your threesome experience, which you, you know, was really fun for you guys. That's an experience. Mm -hmm. And 
the couples that are bored, couples that aren't having super hot sex, they're missing two things. The two things they're missing are a mindset that says, oh, if we learned things together, we'd get better in bed and our sex life would keep getting better and better. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of like, this is good for me. I'm happy. It's enough. And I'm fine with those people. They're just not my people. My people are the <laughs> hungry sluts yes. <laughs> that, <laughs> that just want more and more and more and more pleasure and expansion and connection and intimacy and experiences. And so I put together this sex life bucket list. It's at sexlifebucketlist.com. <laughs> Ooh, what a surprise. And <laughs> <laughs> and what's great about it is it's you just you enter your name and email address, you get a link to download a PDF. It's an eight-page PDF. And then it has 48 different play dates, erotic play dates, fun things you can learn and do together. And by the way, a lot of them are perfectly good solo pleasure experiences. You mm -hmm. don't even need a partner. So that people are like, well, you know, I don't know a partner. It's like, Okay, so what? So what? <laughs> you can still expand your orgasmic capacity and do all kinds of fun things for yourself. Yeah. So I think that's a really important piece of this too, is that whether you're single or in a relationship or poly or open or queer or gay or whatever you are, there it's all there for you. Yeah. And it's these 48 play dates. And essentially you go through it and you did a really good job with it. Um, yep. <laughs> you mark it A, B, or C. And the A's are the things that are like, oh, that's definitely going on my sex life bucket list. Because if you don't have a plan, then you're just kind of like, not, you're not, if you don't have goals and ideas of things you want to do, you don't really get anything done. You don't move right. forward in your sexuality and your sexuality is a part of your personal development. Mm -hmm. If you want it, if you care about your sex life, which your listeners do, right. then you want to keep learning new things and gaining new skill and becoming a better lover. So that requires you putting your attention on what things are a turn on for you and where do you want to go and what do you want to learn? Mm -hmm. And so you do A's for what you definitely want on your bucket list. If you have a partner, you put B's for the things that well that are like, well, it wouldn't be on my bucket list, but if my partner wanted to do it, I'm fucking down for it. Of course, right. if you want, if you want me to peg you and it's not like, I don't need to peg you, but you want to get pegged, I'll peg you. Let's yeah. do it. Let me give it a shot, you know? So then the C's are, it's not for me right now. Mm -hmm. I always put that modifier on it because the things that you looked at in your 30s as like freaky weird shit, by the time you get to your 40s, your 50s, that's what you're masturbating about. Right. So <laughs> you just, as you evolve sexually and as you gain more confidence, and this is what we're going to talk about when we get to our section of this show about being switchy. Mm -hmm. is as you gain more confidence, you tend to be able to have um, more confidence in being both the, you know, passive receiver and in the active giver. Mm -hmm. And it starts to flow really well. And you're just really confident across the spectrum of all of those things. And literally, that's just learning new skills and, and gaining new confidence. So what this does is it really helps you go, okay, well, these are the five things I want to learn right now. These are the things I want to put my attention on that right. are interesting to me right now that I want to do a better job with. I want to have more fun with these things. So I'm going to look for or create or with a partner, co-create mm -hmm. opportunities to do these 
things so I can increment my skills and expand my pleasure. And that's what the sex life bucket list is. It's like, what's your list? What's on your list? Let's get it done. Let's get her done. (laughs) As I was going through it, I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, this would be a really great tool for couples to do together. Like they do, you know, and like they each do it. And then because I feel like so many couples are, you know, afraid to talk about like what they're really into or what they want to try. And like, there's all this shame behind it. And, you know, I've gone through that personally um, with my partner and I'm like, it just, I'm like, just tell me, just tell me, like, I want to know, you know, like for, but it's like, I get it because it's like, I've been with people before who have been so terrified to say something or they've been embarrassed or, you know, just made fun of or whatever. And I'm like, it's, I'm like, who cares if it feels good, if you like it, like, then let's do it. You know, like that's like, that's where my mindset is when it comes to anything sexual. So (laughs) I agree. And one of the things you get when you download the PDF is I created a video. It's about 40 minutes long. And Mm -hmm. I recommend that couples use it as the first date of the sex life bucket list Mm -hmm. where you get some takeout and you sit down with your your little eight-page printouts. You each have one. And what I do is I walk you through in a really sexy way. Like I try to make it as super sexy as possible. That's why I'm a trusted hot sex advisor because I'm hot. You are. I'm not just talking about hot (laughs) sex. I'm I'm hot. I want to be hot. I'm 61 years old and I'm hot as fuck. You're 61? Yes, I am. Oh my God. I would never... You know what is Never really guessed. interesting? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I just started an OnlyFans. Are you on OnlyFans? So I created one, but I haven't done anything with it yet. I'm toying around with it. Yeah, I definitely. I think for me, it's like a confidence thing because I don't know how much of the podcast you've listened to, but I had bariatric surgery um, years ago. So I've lost like basically 200 pounds. Um, so I just my body is not necessarily where I want it to be. So I think oh, I get a little, you know, I want to of- see it. I want to see all the scars. I want to see yeah. all the wrinkles. I want to see all the stretch marks. Yeah. I want to see everything. If you want to live your authentic, and I mean, I run my stuff through filters. Yeah. I don't own I mean, we, everyone filter, filters. That's just, the, that's the but, day and age we live in, you know, but, but, but you'd be surprised at the imperfections that are out there. You know, one of the things that really was very releasing for me early on in my what I would call sexual awakening, which for me started at about 42 years old, Okay, was uh, going to sex workshops and Mm -hmm. having to get naked and seeing everyone else naked in the room and thinking to myself, oh, well, everybody looks pretty to me and they're they're not perfect at all. I mean, once you kind of put yourself out there and get over the body shame and Mm -hmm. you become just comfortable in your skin and you realize that it's not so much what you look like and it doesn't require perfection that body confidence and feeling relaxed about yourself and mm-hmm. and taking and enjoying your pleasure are actually way bigger turn-ons than a six-pack you know than six-pack abs or yeah. like perfect tits or whatever. So um, I started an OnlyFans. And so for those of you listening who want to find me and check out my 61-year-old titties, which I think are really pretty, (laughs) they're big natural titties and this is what they look like and they hang down and I like it. They're fine. I'm not 20 years old. And it's interesting how many people really love um, an older woman's body too. Uh, I mean, I look at my mom, she's, she's 85 and I don't look that much different than she does. Like there's, there's not like a huge downhill from here. I mean, women are beautiful at every age and 
people love us. And so I like the ability to have my own sexual self-expression and to use my body as a way of creating more sensual pleasure, Mm -hmm. uh, even in the photography that I do. So I just bought a ginger wig and I just did a photo. I saw that on your Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, You look hot in it. (laughs) I did a, like a wet t-shirt with a ginger wig at this Japanese water bath kind of place. And I just posted those on my um, OnlyFans and it's just super fucking fun to do it. I love it. And people love it. So I really want to encourage you to just go for it. Yeah, my um, listeners have been asking, some of them have been asking me to do it um, because they wanted me to it. see, they wanted to see me with either my partner, well, my current partner or partners yeah. at the time when I started this podcast before him yeah. and then also just myself. And I, you know, I've created it, but I just haven't done anything with it yet. I mean, my listeners know I'm not, you know, a stranger to a thirst trap. I've posted thirst traps, you know, ever since I started losing weight, I've always posted them. But yeah, having it... Fully out there on OnlyFans. I I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I maybe I'll wait till I get plastic surgery, and you know, no, so it's like, don't I've... wait, <laughs> don't wait. All right, let's. It, it will be cathartic for you to see how much people love you exactly as you are. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, and it's funny because when I first um got the surgery, and you know, I've always kind of been in that like milf cougar category. Um, because my current partner is, you know, much younger than me. And I've dated younger for a while now. And it's so funny, because so many of the guys I'm like, Oh, like, you know, because a lot of them had like, you know, six packs, or were, you know, really athletic or whatever. And I, you know, I always was apologizing for my body the way it looked. And I think so many of them were kind of into the whole like mommy fantasy and that whole aspect. And they were like, No, like, I like that, like, you like, aren't like perfect. And you know, like, they like really liked it. And I was just like, Okay, like, I had one guy, he was like, I like that you have like crow's feet, basically. And I he did didn't say it that way but like yeah. that's what he was insinuating he like the wrinkles around my eyes and I was like oh okay like I didn't realize that was even like attractive where it's me I'm like tr- putting eye cream on every night and you know mm-hmm. trying to fix that but yeah, yeah it's funny that the things that we don't like about ourselves are not you know typically what other people don't like <laughs> so what's your OnlyFans uh link what's your um I, it's just dirty blondes podcast or dirty blondes pod it's I keep everything the okay. same so I was gonna yeah. do it under this you know not my my personal stuff but yeah I was gonna yeah. have it linked to the podcast so yeah. <laughs> what is mine, yours? You didn't tell mine your... is my name. All okay. my stuff is my name. Instagram, Twitter, okay. uh, OnlyFans is Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N. So you perfect. Can find well, I will subscribe as well. Oh, <laughs> and I will let you know when I do mine eventually. <laughs> yeah, please do. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's 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 the era of OnlyFans. It's the yeah. era of our self sexual self-expression. And really, I like to stand for uh being a woman of my age group who is sexually self-expressed because my job is to model possibility. Right. So I love that. Yeah. So the sex life bucket list, just finishing it off. Um, a really fun date is to sit down with your partner, have your printouts and go through, like have your takeout, eat your Chinese food or your Thai food or whatever you're having mm-hmm. and um, watch my video and go. let me take you through the sex life bucket list because it's in and of itself a sexy date. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. When I was reading through it, I was like, oh, I love this. Like, I just, <laughs> so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay. So let's get into, I had a couple listeners write in yeah. questions. So Good. let's get into that. So I had one listener write in, what do you do when you're in a sex drought? Mm-hmm. So how would you handle that? Or what advice would you give? It was a female listener that had written in this question. Yeah. 
Well, uh, oh God, if you're a female listener, it's like a super easy answer. And that is just uh, go out and go on dates and have some sex. Um, the thing that I like people to think about are, are there's two pieces of information that I think are really important. Number one, number one, as a woman, you can always find people willing to have sex with you. If yes. you're a man, it's a lot harder. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a sex drought, you need to essentially think about deal flow. You need to be constantly talking to people um, on the dating apps and depending on what you're looking for. So if you if you want to get married and have babies, you're going to go on Match.com or things like that, um, right. eHarmony. Uh, if you are poly, open, kinky, you want to be on field.com. Mm -hmm. If you want to do threesomes, you're on, what was the app you were just talking three about? F. I'm on field too, field and three F and, um, SDC. Those are three that I'm on for like, say, it's like for couples and swingers and stuff. So, so there, so that basically there's, and then there's okay. Cupid, there's Tinder, there's Bumble, there's all these different ones. So like basically pick an app, get on it. That, that suits you, the style of the app that suits you. And then talk to a lot of people because guys, especially if you're looking for a man or you want to have sex with men, they do a shit job with their photos. So you just can't judge a book by its cover. It's so true. And also guys aren't super great at texting because communication skills are not their strength. It's a, more of a female strength generally. Right. So in a lot of ways, you almost have to use your intuition and just see, okay, well, he seemed nice and he's interesting. Let's have a meet and greet. And a good meet and greet is go for a walk together. Oh. You can see how he's in good physical shape. You mm -hmm. can get a sense of what he's going to talk about. It's kind of like a parallel experience. You get your exercise in, yeah. right? So it's not wasted time. You're not sitting on your ass in a coffee shop drinking yeah. coffee. And so put yourself out there, go and meet and greets, always get their phone number and text it to a friend so that your friend knows where you're going, go to a public location, et cetera. Be careful. Don't be yes. on some crazy <laughs> hike where you could get, you know, your throat slashed, right? right. <laughs> um, but just put yourself out there and, and, and meet a bunch of people and see who your pussy wants and then right. fuck them. But the thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that they get STD tested before you fuck them, right. even using a condom, because most STD tests are skin to skin contact. They jump the shark, if you will. They're not contained by the condom. And yeah. so if they want to fuck you, they've got to get tested. And I like stdtest.com. They are fast, reliable, efficient. Blah, 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 blah. The hardest part you have is getting the um the appointment with the lab the lab for the blood draw. That's the labs are also busy. Yeah. So um, and they can wait. They'll wait. But here's what's safe. Safe is you can make out with them and you can touch their cock and they can touch your pussy with their hands, but no mouth to mouth or mouth or genital to gen no mouth to genital or genital to genital contact without a test a full test profile. Yeah. And if you want to know what I test for on my website at betterlover.com, just type in STI in the search box at the top. Mm -hmm. And my, my videos will come up what tests to get, how to talk about getting tested, you know, all of the, like how yeah. to have the sexual boundaries and history conversation with someone. And the more you do it, the better you get. So yeah. Every person that you have sex with, you're going to gain some learning and experience. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of partners if you do it safely and you right. follow those guidelines. That's going to keep you pretty darn safe. 
So that's mm-hmm. the advice that I would give for a sex drought. That sex droughts are personally created. You've created the drought. Right. You're having you're the generator of the drought. Now, and so you can break the drought by going out. <laughs> now, what would you recommend for someone who's say in a relationship though, and they're going through a sex drought, like okay. how, what, cause that's a little bit different, you know, that's, yeah. and that does happen where people are, you know, in relationships, whether they're dating, married, whatever, and then they're yeah. kind of just not having sex. So what, what would you recommend for that? I, I look at it as it depends on the gender. So let's, let's look at that. In, in very simple, high level terms, and maybe come, uh, may, I may come back sometime if you want me back to. Yeah, absolutely. Dive we have into... so many more things to talk about, Susan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back as much as you want. Um, we, when you want to dive in, when you want to dive into how to get a woman to want you for sex more in your relationship, if your woman is the one not wanting to have sex with you, versus why a man doesn't want to have sex with his partner, they're actually very different. They're usually a different set of circumstances. So I'll tell you typically what goes wrong and basically how to fix these problems in a short way. Um, You're the woman, you're with a man, they don't want to have sex. Um, A guy doesn't want to have sex because he's addicted to porn or he has and it could be and instead of or it could be mm-hmm. both. And he's low in testosterone because he's eating shit food. He's not working out and he's got too many toxins in his body and he's not making enough testosterone. He's not lifting heavy weight. He's not doing manly things. Um, so those are two common reasons. And the third common reason is that you're not attractive to him anymore. Mm. And that's a hard one for women to hear. It is. Yeah. I, but, I kind of kind of going through that a little bit myself. And it's like, it is tough. It's tough to kind of, you know, like deal with that. Because it's like, it, how do you not take it personal? You know, but it's like, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it is personal. It's a hundred percent personal. He literally isn't into you anymore. Yeah. Uh, that's as personal as it gets. It's a personal rejection of your ego and identity. But women tend to not think it's that because they're Mm -hmm. egoically protecting themselves. And so it very well could be that you don't turn him on anymore. And and that could be because he's watching too much porn and doesn't have enough testosterone. But it could be just that you let yourself go or you piss him off so much. You're so fucking obnoxious or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a ton of, uh, yeah, a ton of things. Yeah. No, it's a hundred percent. Yeah. That's (laughs) so it's usually not that he's gay. Right. Like right. a lot of women are like, well, maybe he's gay. I mean, if he was no. gay, he's probably, you'd have probably already known that when right. you started having sex with him. But I mean, there's like 3% chance of that, but it's not like one of the high end guesses. Mm-hmm. So those are the most common things are porn, testosterone, and he's pissed off at you or he doesn't find you attractive anymore. Right. For, for women, the reason is almost always that sex is just not that good. Yeah. And she's not interested in 
you fucking her because number one, she probably isn't having an orgasm from intercourse with you because you never tried to fucking figure out how to help her get over the dime. It's not your responsibility to give her orgasms, but it's your responsibility to hold the vision for her pleasure and help her surrender into it and feel confident in herself so she can come and give her the stimulation Mm -hmm. that she needs to get there, like the engorgement we were talking about. Buy her a bottle of flow, get her pussy engorged. Give her some yoni (laughs) massages, go down on her, get some toys, you know, stroke her clit um, before you fuck her. And so often what happens is that um, guys have been with women and they they want sex and she gives him sex, but the sex isn't really that good for her. And after a while, she's just not interested in having sex with him. And that he's always ready for sex because he wakes up with morning erection. He has a couple of erections at night. He's jerking off every day. He's watching porn on the side. Mm -hmm. He's thinking about sex all the time. And she's not, she's not doing all those things. And so he's like, let's have sex. And she's like, um, I'm not thinking about sex at all. And the reason she, and so what he needs to understand is how to seduce her, how to move her toward her desire for him. So number one, he has to make sure that she's sexually satisfied when he makes love to her. Mm -hmm. And he can't start with an offer of sex as an intercourse because that's too big an offer for her. He needs to scale his shit back, turn around, come back and meet her where she is. Can I get you a glass of Chardonnay and give you a full body massage? There you go. Would you like me to hold you and stroke you so you can tell me about your day? Would you like me to give you a yoni massage? I mean, much smaller offers are the key to seducing her toward more pleasure. If you give a woman an offer and she says, no, the offer was too big. If you give her an offer that's nice and small and she says, yes, give her another offer that's a small one, but a little bit more and then give her a little bit more and then give it one. You will get a woman on a slippery slope to a lot of yeses, it slowly gets her into her, gets her out of her mind, into her body and moving into her much slower arousal cycle, her arousal stair step. Mm -hmm. He's like, boink, ready to go, already horny. She's like, there's not even any blood flow into my pussy yet. And you want (laughs) to stick your dick in me? Fuck you? No. And so that's the biggest issue with the male female where the female doesn't want to have sex it's almost always that it's why bother i'm not going to come anyway it's not going to be good for me so he's just going to masturbate inside me fuck that shit i'm not doing it exactly yeah that's it's but guys don't know they just don't know that because they live in a horny man body they're all like ah i gotta get you know? Yeah, no, exactly. You explaining that, I'm sure so many of my listeners are having like this aha moment right now because you, that was like the perfect explanation. Cause it's like, I feel like so many people subconsciously kind of know that, but it's like Mm -hmm. just hearing the way you just explained it was, yeah, that's the, that was amazing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This is what I do. (laughs) Well, I can see why. Okay. So another listener wrote in, um, this was a male listener that wrote this in. He said, how do you change your daily routine of like putting the baby to bed, doing the dishes and, you know, just the daily life routine and turn that into sexy time. Yeah. So he was asking for just different tips and, you know, super easy. Yeah. Super easy. Download the sex life bucket list at (laughs) sexlifebucketlist.com and uh, print it out and have the date with your wife. And find out the stuff she wants to do 
and put a little list and plan erotic play dates on the calendar, get takeout, feed yourselves and have a date when the kids go to bed, learning something new together. Mm-hmm. Number one, that's number one. Those are that, but those are the, like the big asks, if you will. Yeah. The second thing is go back to what I just said, where she's in her brain and not in her body and hold her, give her yoni massages, give her back rubs, give her foot rubs. Every night when you guys go to bed, you probably turn on the TV and watch TV and then turn off the TV and go to sleep and you want to get fucked and she doesn't. So instead of turning on the TV, get the room ready for her as she's tucking the kids in, put candles on, get a pitcher of water, get some, get, throw the fascinator over the bed, get some massage oil and some butter, get out a vibrator that she likes, um, put on, put some sexy high heels out or a little piece of lingerie and say to her, I'm just going to give you a body massage. I'm going to hold you. And then when you're ready, I'm going to give you a body massage. And if that's all that happens, it's no problem at all. But then I'm also going to offer you a yoni massage. I'm going to, you know, a a vagina massage, a vulva massage, a pussy massage, Um, because I want to get really good at giving those to you because I think you haven't been getting enough blood flow to your genitals. And I want to make sure that you've got your clit hard on, just like when I get a dick hard on Mm -hmm. so that sex feels really good for you. So from this day forth, I'm giving you unlimited pussy massages, unlimited body massages, and unlimited soulmate embraces. And soulmate embrace is a holding hug, a lying down holding hug that all women have been dying for their whole life and never gotten. And it's so simple. I I don't want to go into the depths of it right now, but it's very easy. You go to soulmateembrace.com and download that and read it And it's like one page of exactly what to do, which is what dudes need. They're just like, don't tell me all the stories and all the bullshit. Page 17 is the the checklist. (laughs) And um, do that to her. And when you give her soulmate embraces and rub her body and get her out of her head and into her body, and then you give her a yoni massage, your net gain on intercourse and blowjobs is going to go through the roof because you turned around and you came back to where she was. You met her where she was. Mm -hmm. You didn't expect her to get turned on and want to gobble up your cock. You came back to her to get her turned on. That's your job. It's called masculine sexual leadership. And we need it from you. You're hornier than we are. 90% of the time, you're a raving horn dog. And we're like, eh, could take it or leave it. But a foot rub sounds good. That's just the slippery slope to all the pussy you can get. So that's the answer. (laughs) Well, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's so true. Cause it's, you know, I mean, for me, I'm see, I'm in the 10%. I'm always the one that's like, let's have sex. Let's have sex. So I'm a little bit in the opposite, but it is true. Cause it's like, I think for women, it's kind of like, 
well, why should I give you something if I'm not going to get anything in return? I feel like that's, you know, a lot of it. So yeah, the coming back to where they are currently, you got to, you know, kind of lure them into the whole (laughs) whole thing. Because most women will have sex at that point, you know, but it's like, you have to, it's a slow roll. I've tried to explain the whole foreplay thing to Koala. I was like, you know, I'm like foreplay. I'm like, you can't just like, that's like the best part of it. Like, like, yeah, yeah, sex is fun and great and like getting pounded and like, whatever. It's all, it's all great. But like the foreplay part, like the whole, like, you know, leading up to it and the anticipation. And that's so fun. That's the best part. Like women love that part. So, because yes. it's so much harder for women to typically get more aroused. You know, it's, there's, a, it just takes longer. Yeah. It does, it's it not takes, any harder. Yeah. It just well, takes longer, longer. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and stop thinking about sex as intercourse. Think about all things as sex for all the kissing breast fondling. I mean, when you kiss her and you play with her breasts, not just grab her nipples or grab her crotch, when you actually caress her breasts and learn how to give a good breast pleasuring, that's one of the ways women have orgasms. Kissing and the more you kiss her, the more the more she'll be interested in deep throating your cock. The more she'll yeah. be interested in giving you blowjobs. You've got to activate all of it. You're activating her neural pathways to pleasure when you're doing these things. And boobs and mouth are connected to clit. And so when you're playing with kissing her and playing with her boobs, it's giving her her clit erection. Mm-hmm. It starts from the inside. And then when you give her the yoni massage, the pussy massage, you get the outside and then her genitals can get their heart on so that once you have intercourse, she's going to be able to have orgasms from it. If right. you are with a woman and you're fucking her and she's not coming solely from your cock and her pussy, Mm-hmm. then she is not going to want to fuck you very long. Every right. time you do that, you're putting another brick in the wall of your future sexless relationship. Mm-hmm. So if she thinks in her mind, oh, I'm just not the kind of woman who can have orgasms from intercourse, you have to be like, sure you are, babe. It's just a learned skill like all orgasms. Let's learn how. She could need full body touch and holding first. She could need the atmosphere, the lover space, I like to call it, to be just right. It could be that she needs you to give her verbal adoration and Mm -hmm. encouragement. I have a book called Dirty Talk, How to Talk Dirty Without Feeling Weird. It's at dirtytalkbook.com. It's free. Everything, all the links I've given you are free. Uh, You don't need to buy anything from me. Well, my supplements cost money, but you don't need to buy any of my sex techniques from me unless you are ready for them and want them. Mm -hmm. I have so many free things that'll get you on the road to a great sex life that you'll come back to me eventually and be like, oh yeah, I want to learn to be a a male. I want male multiple orgasm. I want to give her female. She wants female. You know what the top two things on women's sex life bucket list are? What? Orgasms from intercourse. Really? They don't want to get fucked without coming. Yeah. And squirting. They want to learn female ejaculation. And so, and female ejaculation is not pee. All women can do it. It's simply a learned skill and you need the techniques for it. The good. And that's one of my programs, female liquid orgasm. Yeah, it's funny because actually Koala and I were talking about this the other day because he's like, you've never squirted. And I was like, well, because I'm like, for me, it's like mostly position. It's like I can do it easier in certain positions. So I was like, I just know my body that way. But I was like, you know, I'm like part of it's like mental, too. I was like, it's just, you know, I'm like, everyone can do it. I was like, I, you know, I was like, I don't do it every time. But I was like, it's definitely I, you know, there's so many women I've talked to that are like, oh, I could never do that. I'm I'm, it's not possible. And I'm like, no, it is possible. (laughs) Like, it's everyone can do it. (laughs) Also, just because you have one pathway to it now, 
like a certain position, that's a right. great foundation, but you can squirt anytime, anywhere you want to Yes, um, just by practicing more. And mm-hmm. I always recommend that that couples learn from like, I mean, I, I can easily make myself squirt. I just stick my fingers like this as I'm kneeling on the bed and mm-hmm. I go like that and I'm turned on and I can make it happen because I've been squirting for 25 years. Right. So it's, it's something where the more I did it, the better I got, et cetera. But you it's have like muscle memory <laughs> as a woman, you have to be relaxed and turned on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand how important relaxation is for orgasm. They think I've got to get her turned on. I got to get her up. But yeah. actually that's why the soulmate embrace is like this stealth ninja foreplay technique, because in all honesty, what it does is it gets her calmed down and in her body. So you can take her up the arousal ladder. If you try to take her up the arousal ladder before you've calmed her down, she she can't get to her orgasmic potential. And a lot of guys are like, well, if I calm her down, she'll fall asleep. And I'm like, that's because your sex with her is shitty. She'd rather (laughs) go to sleep than have you fuck her. Yeah. Like that might be hard to hear, but it's, I always tell the truth. You can handle the truth. You're a grown up. Yeah. You're listening to Dirty Blonde's podcast. <laughs> you, uh, you're you a grown up. You're a grown ass man. You yeah. need to know that if your wife is falling asleep, it's because she'd rather sleep than fuck you. Right. And she'd rather sleep and fuck you because it's no good for her. It's right. because you aren't giving her the holding, the touching, the heart connection. You Have you connected your cock to your heart? Or are yeah. you just like randomly pistoning fucking her and thinking that's going to make her happy yeah no that's what i've said to guys before. I'm like her. being like a stunt cock is not that's not going to do anything for a girl most of the time you know mm-hmm. like the, just anyone can sit there and just like, go through the motions of sex but it's like yeah. if you want the fireworks and the you know the passion and all that stuff you gotta like put in the effort it's you know it's not just you know being this like because girls can just use a dildo at that point like what's yeah. the difference you know and dildos <laughs> are bigger yeah. although i don't know if you know this but i'm like a legendary penis enlargement expert. I did um, not know that. I have but helped tell. <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of men grow their cocks. And the way that you do it is with what's called a vacuum erection device, a penis pump. Oh, I have a pussy pump. <laughs> I love my pussy pump. I yeah, have a vulva pump. Do you have a vulva pump or a clit pump? Uh, a vulva. It's yeah, it's like, like a pretty big. Yeah. Well, uh, the clit pump is fantastic. I can send you one. Oh, okay. I um I love the clip pump. You want your clit to stay meaty as you age and you want to keep making it bigger and bigger, just like guys want to make their dicks bigger. Right. Because the bigger it is, the more sensation goes to your brain. So you have better orgasms. I right. mean, the intensity of your orgasms can be incredible using these vacuum erection devices that draw blood into mm-hmm. the penis. So um just to just because we don't have forever today, pumpingguide.com is where I tell you what pump I use for length and girth, how to pump for maximum gains in minimum time, how to maintain the gains that you get, and how not to hurt your because you can tear the skin, bruise the skin, and guys left to their own devices will absolutely hurt themselves and do yes. it wrong. And please <laughs> don't do that. So pumpingguide.com and the pump I recommend is at pumpswork.com. Okay. So, and if you have any questions and you're on my email list and you 
reply to any email I send you. Um, I will answer it personally. It was so funny last night. This guy was asking me questions. He's got a, a, a bend in his dick and he's like, I want it to be thicker and I want to get rid of the bend. How do I do it? Mm-hmm. And so, and, but he kept saying, are you really Susan Bratton? I can't believe this. Is this your assistant? Are you really emailing me? Is this, are you really the one? And I'm like, dude, he's like, you have to send me a picture, right? I'm like, dude, I'm literally ready to go to bed. I'm not yeah. going to send you a picture. It's me. I'm giving you the answers. And this morning I woke up and he was like, I'm really sorry. I just couldn't believe it was you, you know? <laughs> I know. But people, when I respond to people, they're like, it's really you. I'm like, I don't have it. I'm, I'm a one man, one woman show. I don't have an assistant or anything like that. So like, yes, yeah, so if I'm responding, it's if someone's responding on my account, it's me. <laughs> I have 20 people in my company, but I personally respond to all the emails. Now there's ones, I'll, you know, I don't have my logins. I don't know. That goes yeah. right to my, I, I just forward that to my customer care. They don't need me to I don't even know how to find that out. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's not what I do. I got custom, I got a customer care team that's been with me for a decade that does yeah. that. So that's their job. <laughs> anyway, okay. So where were we and where do you want to go? Because I know we're running out of time. Um, yeah. The last part we were going to talk about switching. So yeah. um, part of my um, yeah. sex bucket list, I yeah. mine was more for, not that I necessarily, it's, I wouldn't say it's like super, super top of my bucket list, but I've had the request and I wanted to talk to you more kind of about the confidence part of it. So yes. in my, you know, sexual history, I've had a lot, mm-hmm. especially the younger guys have always kind of been into the whole like mommy thing. And like they're, they, a lot of them kind of link that with the whole Dom, like the female Dom perspective of things. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm naturally submissive. So I just, I'm a pleaser. I, that's just how I am in bed. And even though I'm more dominant in like with work and business and that kind of stuff, I would say in bed, I'm just more naturally submissive. So mm-hmm. for me, it was kind of always unnatural to kind of take on that dominant or like even dominatrix kind of role. So mm-hmm. I, we were going to talk about that a little bit and any maybe tips you have for people kind of in the same boat. Cause I know a lot of women kind of struggle with that of like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to be the Dom. I want to be the sub. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where you're really getting into um, at first you're kind of doing role play, but then the role play, you know, have you heard that thing about um, conscious incompetence turns into unconscious competence mm-hmm. this idea that with practice you just get good at things yeah so there's a couple of things one how, how old are you 35 okay so i'm 61 so i'm about i'm almost double your age mm-hmm. so when i was 35 i i was more submissive i was more in the receive i was still in my learning mode mm-hmm. and i was um you know, really more in the feminine in bed and more in the just um, almost, you know, needing my husband to guide me. And and he did a fantastic job with pussy massages and holding me and slowing down and uh, staying heart connected with me and, and mm-hmm. then opening me to all these different types of experiences and things. And so over time, I gained confidence. And um, that allowed me to begin to run the bedroom game. And one of the things that I realized is that when you're in a male-female kind of a, you know, relationship, sexual relationship, the guy really wants to give you everything you want. Mm-hmm. And so the more if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. You know, he wants to sexually satisfy you. He just, 
he's always guessing at what it is. And it's difficult for him because we're on a 28 day cycle, even after menopause. Mm -hmm. And so what we wanted yesterday or the last time we fucked you is not at all what we want now. And as a matter of fact, we could start out needing to be held in the soulmate embrace. And then at the end, we want to peg you, you know, so, so it's like very, we're very capricious. And as women become more confident and more sexually mature and gain more skill and have more experiences, we're willing to try more things that take us out of our comfort zone because we're just generally more confident. So a great place to start being switchy, where you can go from being the feminine to the masculine, if you want to put it that way, or more like the receiver versus the giver, or the more aggressive, more less or less aggressive, or whatever it is, um, is to begin to really feel into what your body wants in the moment. And uh, when women say to me, I don't know what I want, I just know what I'm getting isn't it, mm-hmm. I say, you do know what you want because your pussy, which I always call your yoni, that's a tantric lovemaking word for pussy yeah. or vulva, um, your yoni, Y-O-N-I, and lingam is the penis, your yoni is constantly talking to you. As a matter of fact, she's fucking running your game. Yeah. <laughs> she's running your game. She's running your life. She's running your work. She's doing everything. She's yeah. the one in, she's the one who's picking who you fuck. She's the one who's deciding whether you have ice cream or not. She's really in control. Mm-hmm. And when you surrender to her and you listen to her and you tune into her, she's going to tell you, Stephanie, here's what you want. This is what you want today. You want, you want him to, uh, play with your tits while you stroke his cock. You want him to kiss you really deeply. You want him to go down on you. Oh no, you need to be up on pillows. It doesn't feel right. Okay. You want him to not stick his tongue in and out of your vagina like that. You want him to do more circles over your clit hood, include your clit hood. You need more kisses on your inner thighs and your labia. And as you start to think about what it is you want, or you really like something and you start to be comfortable verbalizing it and communicating it and your partner's like, oh, this is super helpful. She's finally telling me what she really wants. I love it. Oh, now I really feel like I'm satisfying her. Like I can't know what it is. So I'm not going to take it personally when she gives me feedback. I'm just going to lap it up. And so as you begin to find your voice and you give your pussy, your yoni, her voice, you give her her head, you Mm -hmm. let her run you and you are her spokesperson to your partner. Mm -hmm. That gives you this level of sexual confidence and ease that allows you to begin to like go, oh, okay. So instead of you fucking me now, I'm going to ride you. I'm going to ride you and get myself off on your cock. Oh, that feels good. Oh, now I'm going to call it. I want to get fucked off the edge of the the bed and use the, use the magic wand on my clit while you play with my boobs and tell me all the things you love about me and how gorgeous and hot I am the whole time you're fucking me or whatever you want. Like I'm just making shit up. I'm just making shit up. But, um, and I can do that forever. Like I'm super good at thinking up really fun things to do in the bedroom. And my partner is happy to do whatever I want to do. And sometimes he's also like, oh, I would really love it if you would, you know, put on these heels and suck my cock on your knees. And I'm like, let's get that done right now. It's super fun, you know? (laughs) So whatever we each want, we say it. And then over time, that confidence builds to you being willing to run the bedroom game and call the shots. And then that gets you into that more aggressive, dominant, 
persona in the bedroom without feeling weird about it at all, because you've just been naturally used to asking for what you want. Now you're telling what you want. And that can be really fun for your lover to surrender that to, to you for that as well. And so the more that you can be like switchy, flowy, where you have a sex date and you do not know what's going to happen because you're just letting it unfurl. You're letting your desire unfurl as you get into the date with your partner. Mm -hmm. Um, That tends to be really, really fun. Okay, now you do me and I'm just going to lie here or get down on your back and get, let's get you hard because I'm going to fuck you right now or whatever. You, You just become that way over time. And if you do it with intention, it happens faster. So that's the, that's the process. And it's funny because in my twenties, I feel like I was definitely not confident enough to speak up. Like I, you know, I do now. So my thirties, it's like in my thirties, I was dating guys in their twenties. So they were always kind of like, Oh wow. Like you really know what you want and you're really experienced. And I'm like, well, cause I went through my twenties of not really being able to speak up and, you know, feeling kind of, you know, embarrassed or awkward or, you know, cause I feel like women have that kind of, you know, that mentality of like, Oh, a guy's supposed to know what to do. And they're going to, you know, help get you through sex basically. And for me, then I was like, all right, this, like, I'm not enjoying half of the experiences I'm having. So then I started to kind of speak up a little bit more. And I think that's where like a lot of women in their thirties have better sex typically because they're more confident and all of that. And for me, like, I love pegging guys. I love, you know, doing different kind of more dominating things to men. But it's sometimes it's for me to take total control. That's where I'm just kind of always like, oh, like I always pull back a little bit, you know, like there's definitely switchy things that I do. Um, And I, you know, and I do dom guys a little bit. But yeah, I never fully am like, all right, I'm going to take charge of this situation right now and and go for it. So I think I think for me, it's partially like a confidence thing. I just, um, yeah, I don't I'll I'll get there eventually. But it's like I'm I'm going back and forth. I'm flirting with the line of, you know, being a dom, basically. <laughs> Enjoy the journey. I, yes. Yeah, I, I do. I That's why part of the reason why I started this podcast, because most of my friends would, you know, ask me for advice or, you know, because I'm very judge free and, you know, I don't judge anyone on their kinks or anything like that. So people would always come to me and I'm like, I love giving advice. Like, I love talking about sex. I love having sex. So I'm like, let's just start this podcast and I'll share my kind of journey as I kind of experience things and go through things and, you know, hopefully have all my listeners having better sex because I know there's a lot of people out there not having good sex, which is really unfortunate. (laughs) Not for lack of trying between the two of us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've created some much better sex just on this episode alone. (laughs) A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, I won't take up so much more of your time because we've been at this for about an hour and I could literally talk to you for probably the rest of the day. (laughs) Same. Me too. I definitely want to come back. So invite me back whenever you want. This time has flown by and I find you just to be absolutely terrific. So I'm so, so happy to be on the Dirty Blondes podcast, especially because I'm a dirty, dirty blonde. Yes, yes. I love my fellow dirty blonde. So I was happy, so happy that you agreed to be on the show. Um, and yes, you will definitely be invited back for many, many other episodes because I do want to talk to you about the whole open relationship thing, yeah. and performance anxiety, because those are yeah. things that are kind of close to my heart right now and just some, mm-hmm. a lot of other things. There's so many other topics. Yeah, um, and threesomes because I want to talk to you about threesomes, especially okay. MFMs, because okay. that's something you mentioned recently where you just had your threesome with another woman. Yes. But I want to give you some tips on MFM threesomes. I've yes, I would like to talk to you about that too, because I have some, yeah, there's some pushback on the other end of... <laughs> 
of my situation. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we will definitely, we'll, I'll work with your team and get you scheduled again because, uh, this was great. But in the <laughs> meantime, do you want to, um, share with, I know you shared all your websites, which I will put in the yeah. description of this episode. Yeah. So everyone can easily access them for all of your great tools and books and everything. Um, but yeah. is there anything else you want to pitch, um, for my listeners? You know, the only other thing that I wanted to say was um, when we were talking about sexual health Mm -hmm. um, and there are, you know, we talked about penis pumps, but for guys, I also recommend something called Gaines Wave, which is available in in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of locations across the U.S. Mm -hmm. and coming to Canada, Australia and Europe. And it's an acoustic wave technology. And guys, you're not as firm as you think you are. You used to be firmer. And we want hard, thick, veiny cocks. Mm -hmm. And you need to take care of your body and work out and get good nutrition. But you need to keep your aging at bay by using a penis pump, the one that I recommend, the Whopper. Mm -hmm. And... Getting gains wave treatments. If you're having, if you, if you're taking Viagra, stop taking it and go get gains waves. Okay. Start taking flow, use the pump, get gains waves. If you're a woman and you've lost lubrication, you are having incontinence. If sex hurts, any of those kinds of things, there's Femi wave. My pussy is so unbelievably wet and juicy right now. Because I do Femi waves and I also have O shots or orgasm shots, which are PRP from your own body injected into your clitoral structure. And I've got a nice meaty clit. I'm massively orgasmic. Sex feels incredible. Mm -hmm. I've got good pelvic control. My pussy looks so pretty and pink and wonderful. And so I think it's really important as you age to do what I call hashtag self-care down there. Yes. And very few people are talking about this. So I didn't want to leave the show without recommending Gaines Wave and Femi Wave, the penis pump, the whopper to guys and flow to both all, all genders all bodies um, once you're over 40. By the time you're 50, you have half the nitric oxide you used to have in your 20s. You just can't get the blood to your genitals. And so you're losing your orgasmic intensity if you're not topping topping up your nitric oxide. So these are just some of the last little bits of wisdom that are like health related that you do need to pay attention to because guys end up being a lot. I mean, a lot of guys, they send me pictures and I'm like, dude, that does not look very hard. You know, they're asking me about penis enlargement and I'm like, that's one thing, but you need to get some firmness back too, if you really want to have a fully functioning genital Mm -hmm. system. So anyway, I just wanted to say those things because the more people hear, oh, like I heard about that Gaines wave thing. Oh, I didn't know they had Femi wave. That's important as, as important as the pumping is doing those acoustic wave procedures as you age. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's all very important. Yeah, that is very important. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I can't wait to have you back again. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed and got a little something from this. And we'll have Susan back soon. So if you have questions for her, write them in and then we'll get her scheduled for the next episode. All right. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. Bye.